You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. Alright, listen up, you beautiful bitches. I'm about to fuck you up with some truth. It is Eastbound and Down, series finale, chapter 29. I'm your host, JC, and let's not go any further without introducing our wonderful panel of hosts. Host is, you know what? Hold on, Miriam. Let's start with Rosie, because he's redder than your shirt right now. I am. Ladies I am. Because I think I just lost my job from your intro. What? <laughs> I think I'm guilty by association from that. It is a quote from the show, so we can get All right. <laughs> Say hi to you, Rosebud Nation. Hello, Rosebuds. I'm Christian Rosenberg. And of course... I'm Miriam Gonzalez. And running the ones and twos, the effervescent, as always, Miss Marissa Serafini. What's up, Marissa? Hello, everyone. Quite an intro. Okay, because this is it. We are done. We're done. This, this is the end. Yes. Supposedly. Tear. I mean, literally, we have Sasha Baron Cohen's big pee-pee and his even bigger bank account. Yep. Whoa, dude. Yes, and Gene gives it to Dixie. And also, we've got an ending that's kind of what Star Wars meets Batman. But first, let's Meets talk- Dallas. Yes. <laughs> so many things went down, but overall impressions. Satisfied? What did you guys think tonight? Um, Not all at once. I'm letting you go first. I, you you've, know, you've done this after Buzz longer than me for this show, I'm, so you I'm go first. I'm very sad to see the show, and I'm I'm uh, I'm sad. I'm just sad. Um, the show itself, I will say, I liked how it went. I was very happy with the ending. Um, go Kenny! Okay, I loved how my Kenny stepped up tonight. Yay! I no. liked how it went down tonight. Absolutely, dispute this man. I was very disappointed in the last, like, eight to ten minutes of this finale. What? I, it was not at all what I thought it would be. I thought it was way too, way too fake. Uh, okay. I mean, obviously, obviously we find out, and we'll obviously talk about it later on, that it's, like, all part of, 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 his, of his screenplay and, and, and whatnot. I agree. But, I'm glad it was the screenplay. But, but still, even, even, though, even though it was that, it was, it was just, like, no, this is not how I want this to end. <laughs> Did it just veer too right for you? Or I, I, I felt it was. I felt it veered way too much for me at the end. I liked all the way to the buildup. I liked through the. Um, obviously, we'll be talking about it with the with the talk show. I enjoyed all of that. Um, the the sad moment with April. Loved all of that. And then from there, I'm just like, what is going on? Why are they doing this? <laughs> I don't know. To, that was just my thought. I'm just like. Oh, this is not what I. This is not personally what I wanted. But I mean, obviously, it's mixed. She enjoyed it. I didn't. You're to the side and vote. Uh, I actually <laughs> had a super fan that tweet, tweeted me as we were coming in, and he's like, "WTF? I am blown away. One of the greatest episodes I've ever seen because I really? did not expect this." And he's a super diehard fan, and so I was excited to watch it with y'all because we watch it with like a half hour delay. Yes, you know, before the East Coast watches it, and. I've, I've my whole debate has been: I wish it would have ended after season three. 
Mm-hmm. I thought it was a perfect bookend to what the show was and the, the Kenny Powers saga, per se. But this season, I thought was I, th- I thought the writing was on point. I thought it was splendid. The ending, it ended the way Kenny Powers... It, it wants to scratch in our heads, and that's what he's always done. That's what they've always done. And I, I, I think it ended the way it should have, and it left it open for a possible movie, and that is going off what Kelly told us last week, how they wanted to possibly... If they're going to do another... Kenny Powers chapter, it's going to be at the movies. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be another. It's not going to be or an HBO movie. It's sure, going to sure. be a movie. So it leaves the door open for that. It, it's perfect, you know. It, it, it did do that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Well, so let's get into it. Let's get into. Let's the, do it. Let's get into the beginning. And actually, before we go any further, if you're watching us live on AfterBuzzTV.com. Hello. Hi. And, Hi guys. Yeah, and if you're not, make sure to tune in on iTunes, YouTube, comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about, of course. Rosebud's beautiful Rosebud line, who we keep pushing all season. You need to have your own line out, and hopefully it'll be in the AfterBuzz TV store. That would be awesome if I have my own section on the website. That would be amazing. I'm just saying. (laughs) Marissa, let's make this happen. Well, I'll talk to Phil. Yes. Okay. There we go. I'll talk to Phil. It'll be in the works. All right. Okay. Okay. We've inception. Let's let's get into the show. uh, Yeah. Go, Miriam. Come on. You are the recapper. Sorry. It's just... So the opening of the show, we have Sasha Baron Cohen, which we find out sitting next to him is his son, Jerome, and he's teaching him the ropes on how to score women. And he scores the um, airline stewardess on the flight in the most inappropriate way. but Yet intelligent. <laughs> Come on, Miriam. You, you got to admit. He, okay, for it was pretty smooth. It was pretty smooth. He he has his wiener out. The most gigantic penis I've ever seen in a bazillion years, and bravo. <laughs> <laughs> bravo. I want to meet a man like that. Hello. I was not mad. And, you know, apparently she was definitely offended at first. Right. And, uh, of course, he goes to give her his number, and we think, of course, it's the phone number, but it's the bank his uh, bank account number, which apparently has many, many digits in it, yes. which, once again, he says, you know, meet me in the back of the airplane, meet me in the bathroom, and we see her hesitant at first, but she goes back to the back and then walks into the bathroom, where he continues to say to, which we find out later is his son, Jerome, that's how it's done, and I'll be back in Four and a half Four minutes. minutes. So, what'd you think of the cameo, Sasha, up there in the list? I love of- that. Yeah, absolutely love that. I'm just, I like as soon as it came on, I, I was, I said, "You got I'm like, is that Sasha Baron Cohen in this episode?" All of a sudden, but it also was very interesting because of the way the show opened. We had no idea why he was there. We had no idea what the purpose was of that scene at all, or who he was. Right. And then we find out shortly after that. Wasn't it a bit of a replay of the? Uh- Series finale or season finale of season three, where we had Seth Rogen. He did the intro because he was a baseball pitcher, and then he got hit by the he got hit by a bus, and that was that was the prelude for Kenny's getting called up to the majors. So you have this big cameo in the beginning to set up the finale itself. They did it last season, and but in the, I'm getting off tangent because I wanted to ask you in the list of all the cameos we had: Marilyn Manson. We have someone coming up a little later. We have two cameos coming up later. Mm-hmm. With the list of cameos we've had all season, how does that rank? I mean, all in the series. I think I think this one was the top one because this one had the most dialogue. This one had the most impact as far as a character in the show while these other ones were just these more hilarious brief cameos because you've got this big name person to do absolutely nothing yeah but um but but this time because he actually there was a story behind him and there was a reason for him being there so i i would put this as the top 
guest appearance of the season. And we already know phallically why Miriam likes Sasha's appearance in this episode more than any other person that's been on the show. Yes. I'm just saying it was the first thing that you saw, so not a bad appearance. Yeah. No, no, they showed his face first. He just might not I don't think that, that really was his wiener. I'm <laughs> saying that was CG'd. I'm just saying. CGI. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> Miriam. I'm sorry. I'm just going with that. Moving forward. <laughs> Like he did. Okay, now Miriam, let's move so on. So we yes. wind up having uh, the next the next situation is Kenny Powers walking into the uh, divorce proceedings, um, or I guess the deposition of such, with April sitting there with her lawyers and all of his Michael Jackson-style lawyers sitting there trying to figure out when and how they're going to sign the divorce papers. And, of course, he walks in in Kenny Powers' fashion, order in the court, order in the court, um, fires all of his lawyers, tells him to get out. Yeah, and- even though apparently they all told him, um, he told all of them to be there. Like, they were saying, like, you told us to be here. Yeah, so I can fire you. <laughs> Pretty much. And that just, it shows that Kenny Powers had a change of heart. Not that he never did have a change of heart. He never really wanted to get divorced from, from April. It's the fact that she wanted this divorce to happen because she didn't want to, she didn't like where Kenny was going with, with his newfound, reclaimed fame of being on sports session, now having the Powers Hour, and how he was behaving and his outrageous um, spending habits and the way that he was living this lavish life and being just outrageously obnoxious. She couldn't handle it. She she didn't want that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so she he p- kind of pushed her into this, it's time to move forward and get rid of, bye, Kenny, no more. And so he, he comes into this uh, situation and he says, you know what? I love my family and, you know, I really want you to reconsider. And she says to him straight out, she's like, you know what? It's too late. It's too late. And uh, he's like, you know, it's not too late. We haven't signed the papers. And I really, like, he wanted her to reconsider. Where she now at this point says, well, let's let's wait a week. That right there gave him yeah. a sense of hope. And a week it was that they decided we're going to wait to sign these papers. Yeah, so, do, okay, so when she gave him a week, did you guys think, okay, they're going to get back at the end? Did you feel that, Miriam? Um, or better yet, asking you, since you are the woman in the panel and Marissa as well, would you have taken Kenny back? I think because you love him, Come on. I do love him. You love him. But true. I've said this in the past before. You know, first mistake, shame on you. Second mistake, shame on me. Who do you blame the third time? And I really knew that in her heart of hearts, even though she wanted to wait a week, the papers are already drawn up. What's waiting another week to sign the papers? You know what I mean? Okay. There are kids now in the picture. What's another week? Okay, so there was, okay. The papers aren't going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. She has a lot of things to consider, which we see now evolve. They had a kid's play that they wound up going to. There's a lot of things that were coming up that she just kind of wanted to keep the peace with. And so for her to wait another week, she had things that she needed to deal with before she was going to sign these papers. And to keep the peace, and with him especially, not, not, you know, it was a 50-50 deal. So it's all cleaning house. He's, you know, like we said even last week, we were saying just apologize. Just honestly apologize. And he did. To a certain degree, he did. To a certain degree in that situation with all the lawyers there and not there, he kind of did. But it wasn't enough. And we'll see as we go along the episode where other examples of what he did was when April had a change of heart. Sorry if if you didn't watch it. You just watch our show instead. 
which is understandable. We'll, uh, we'll break and, it down and, for you. And cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, well, let's move on basically to the studio. The, to, we finally find out who Ronnie is at Thelson. Yes. So Kenny, of course, now we, we see him there. He calls in the entire crew, including his bouncers. And uh, he decides to let the entire crew now say that he, you know, he's like, I've turned over a new leaf. And um, he makes his bouncers take off their leather jackets. He's like, all, all they are now are these muscly men with cheap black T-shirts on. And then he fires them, too. He's just firing everybody this episode, by he, the way. He is. He was just, like, clearing house, which is not a bad thing. Sometimes you got to get rid of the old to become the new that you are. And uh, then we see um, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is Ronnie Thelson, who turns out to be the head of the network. Now, Kenny, of course, wants to be kind of douchey towards him. But when he realizes that he's the boss, he is more than willing to listen to what he's got to say. And we find out that that Ronnie now has absolutely loved the Christmas special, which did I not say that last week, by the way? <clears throat> yes. She's said, so modest. She's so modest I said that they were going to air it, and I said that it was going to be loved, and it absolutely was. First of all, the audience is men. The audience is going to love that reality TV type situation. Well, we don't know the numbers. We just know that the boss enjoyed it. The, yeah. Well, we definitely know the boss enjoyed it, and enough to keep the show and to give Kenny his own show, The Power Tower. To, to give him a Maury Povich show. Do you know that was the only scene throughout the whole episode that I kind of had trouble with, actually? Really? Yes. With, Why? With uh, Trent and Billy, the, the bodyguards. It, it, it was just... We've seen it for four seasons now. It, it was that's a total Kenny Powers move. Excuse me. You know, just take off your jackets. Now you are men just in t-shirts. Move along. I have changed my ways. <laughs> you know, it's the jo- It's after four seasons. It. So I just wish they would have done maybe something else. I can't think of the solution. Maybe that's why I'm not a writer. But just something else for me. That was like okay. Well, they, well, they did something else. I mean, they Thank had. You. Well, they had uh, Sasha Baron Cohen ordered one of the ads to take his 13 year old son to. To one of the back dressing rooms. Yes, to, to go get laid. To go get laid. Yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> and of course, the young boy came up with a cold sore thereafter. I know. And so did Sasha. <laughs> they had the identical cold sores. So oh, nasty. Yeah. So same girl. You're saying. Possibly. Yeah. Ooh. You just never know. Yeah, Marissa's like, I'm glad I'm just watching the after show. This is why we. T- yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite a vulgar and raunchy show. <laughs> we love you, Kim. That's why it's on HBO. Yes. Um, <laughs> but. In in the process of this whole thing with uh, Ronnie and Kenny, he says, you know, I want to, I'm going to renew your contract. I'm going to make you the new Ellen DeGeneres, and uh, I want you to get an exclusive interview with Guy Young. So he's very excited about this. He's like, you know, I want him to shed tears, and I want it to be, you know, just this, you know, the Guy Young comeback and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, Stevie, um, not Stevie, uh, Kenny's like all excited about it. He's like, absolutely, I'd love to do this. I think it's a great idea. And I can get I can get Guy Young back, so uh, for redemption, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, it's the fact that you know Kenny realizes that Guy did this for him, and this is his way to repay him back. But however, but that's where that's where the crux of the whole episode is. Is because uh, Sasha's character wants Kenny to humiliate Guy Young, and this is the ultimate test. But we don't find that out until a little bit later. Was that I get so confused? Yeah, we don't find that out until a little bit later. And so, you know, fast forward, we we see now um, Kenny goes to visit Stevie, who Stevie's all laid out, totally jacked up on pain meds. (laughs) 
totally jacked up on pain meds. Yeah. He's got Stevie's little worker bees. His kids are just doing all kinds of fun stuff for him, <laughs> bringing him beers and you know, Vicodins left and right. Um, he shot his chin from he shot his chin off last week. Who he had prosthetically added to himself last week because he wanted a more pronounced chin. Yes. He, he didn't want and, the, and then he shot it off when he was almost getting ready to kill himself when he, they talked him out of. And he says today, he says, I'm glad I, I, I He said, trying myself. to kill myself was the best thing that ever happened to me, is what he said. <laughs> at that point now, um, he proceeds to tell Kenny, he's like, by the way, I finally read your screenplay. He says nothing about the writing. He's all about, I loved the... Um, the stage direction. Yes, the stage <laughs> right. directing, d- direction. Uh, show, don't tell. The ending could be stronger. Um, Kenny's just kind of like, you know, you're just all loopy, Stevie. So, so I wonder what that, in the end, did he, I, I take it he took his advice, as we'll yeah, find out a little bit later, absolutely. for a stronger ending. Stronger ending that was? What? I thought it was awesome. We'll get into Rosie that. Rosie and I are going to go at it. We're going to go at it. Okay. You guys Thank- will. Thankfully, Miriam's in between us to separate us yes. from the brawl we're going to have momentarily. Absolutely, because I, I probably will be the voice of what reason in that one. Okay. <laughs> or wow. not. Hell's, hell's frozen over. Or not, right? <laughs> so we move on to <laughs> Guy's house when Kenny goes to pay him a visit. And do you guys notice the song they were playing? It's Cry Little Sister from Lost Boys, the old 1980s vampire movie. There are reasons they put that in. Right as he's going, it's it's right as the vampires are about to strike. It's like the big moment. They snuck, they sneak these things in. I'm telling you. I, I, mean, I didn't even notice that yes. one. Yes. I didn't notice. All I noticed is he was wearing his Atlanta Braves baseball uniform. He was completely barefoot. He had an audience of sports sh- sport sesh on his big uh, screen in his uh, movie room, right. and he is acting out the fact that he is still the host of Sports Sesh. And had several uh, Gatorade bottles filled with urine. A la Howard Hughes. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> it was very... <laughs> history lesson there. Yes, it was, it was very Howard Hughes at that point. Um, so... Kenny at that point says to Ken, uh, to Guy Young, he says, hey, you know, I really would like for you. They gave me my own show. He's like, Kenny, what are you trying to do? You're killing me here. And he says, I'd like you to be my guest. They gave me my own show. I'd like you to come and redeem yourself. It's the time for redemption. He's like, absolutely not. He's like, no, I shit on your gesture. Um, no, I'm not doing it. And uh, he says, look, an old friend, a friend came to me and did this when I was at my low. I'm wasn't as low as you are at this point. He's like, yeah, you were. He goes, no, I wasn't. This is where he points out yeah. the Gatorade <laughs> <laughs> filled urine bottles. Um, he's like, but, you know, you did this for me, so I'm now going to do this for you, and you can redeem yourself. And he's like, I've lost everything. I've lost my food chain. I've lost my show. I've lost my um, my charity foundation. You've lost AIDS. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's I can't, like, he's like, I can't get you your AIDS back. <laughs> but what I can do is get you redemption. Exactly. Who was he in that scene? Because that was, was he Stevie there and Guy was Kenny? Like, you know, amping Guy enough to come onto the show. Because that scene was for a reason. It was Kenny now on the, the shoe on the other foot. He was now the mentor. He was now pulling, like, just like Kenny was pulled out, he was pulling Guy out. Out of his funk, out of you know his disheveled life. Well, I, I well I think it was from from the last season or last last episode where he you know he stopped Stevie from killing himself. Like that just woke everything up, and he's trying to right all of his wrongs since okay. then, which we had with like all the presents that he that he gave at the end of last week's episode, and now here trying to make amends with the coworkers, trying to save his marriage, trying to get guy his job back. I just so. have a feeling that it was it was 
it was done for him, and he was he was paying it back. I'm just I forget what. There's so many things that happened in these four seasons. I don't know if it was when Stevie would give him those those like like those those speeches to lift him up from the ground, and that's what he was doing to Guy. That's definitely what I felt that like the subtext in there. That was he was like Stevie encouraging him, making him feel greater than building him up so he can get him on the show. Um, I think this is once again another Kenny Powers selfish motivation. This is his first show. In order for Kenny to get his first show going, he has no choice but to get Guy Young. Okay, and so. Yes, he was giving him a pep talk, and yes, there is a little slight truth to him encouraging him to do it, but there's also the fact that it is his first show. The only way for him to get it is... Once again, in a Kenny Powers fashion. Yeah. You know, with his built-in ulterior motive, but he's still doing good. Yeah, I mean, you know? this this is a softer Kenny, this episode, so yes, a little mushy, a little good in kindness but he it hurts still you to say is, that <laughs> it does it's, but he's still Kenny effing powers <laughs> it does it stings a little I have to admit alright so now and then we moved on you were talking about the play and we saw Toby and Kenny reuniting the family uh, Look at, see. Toby is so cute by the way playing little Johnny Appleseed absolutely adorable and Kenny calls him my, our little tiny pothead oh my god our little tiny he pot was wearing head. he was wearing a pan. He was wearing a, a little pot on his, on, his on his head, and little Shayna, of course, is taking a cup and banging him on the head, <laughs> which was absolutely cute. At that point, you know, Kenny's proud papa sitting in the audience, um, taking pictures, you know, telling the lady next to him, saying, "This is, you know, that that's my son. He's the lead in the play." And, He's the lead um, in the play. Like none of this would happen if it wasn't for him. Of course not, because <laughs> that's Kenny Powers, and his kid has to be the same He's as a him. Star, yeah. And so, uh, you know. Of course, you know him and April. They're 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 bonding together. They're enjoying this. They're fa- it's family time, and you know this of course is now this, they're in that week of thinking about should they still stay together. The divorce papers aren't signed. He's feeling confident that they're good, so he proceeds to ask her like, "Hey, should we go out as a family and have a pizza party?" Now he's not saying it's going to be a big old lavish craziness, right? Just a family night out. Yeah, just, you know, like, our kid just did pretty freaking awesome in this little play. His little Johnny Appleseed. Let's go celebrate. And she continues, she proceeds to say, like, hey, I can't. I just can't do this. And uh, she says to Kenny, she's like, you know what? Um, I'm just scared you're going to break my heart again. And there's that, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me the third time, who do I blame? And, and I think at this point, she has now realized it. This is and, a show for women, man. And X is an X for a I reason. Know, th- yeah, I know. This, this, this was just a... He's pounding down to a women's show. It's absolutely not a women's <laughs> show, but it's there are women in it. And she, you know, hell, I've got my heart broken. I know how, how this works. Mm-hmm. And she's... That's why I can say this confidently. And X is an X for a reason. And she's scared that he's going to break her heart again. And she's just not going to do it. So she tells him that to the point where she finally says to him, hey, I'm going to move. I'm moving. Yeah. To the, I'm going to move Bombshell. to another state. You live in, We live in North Carolina and I'm moving to Santa Fe. Yes. And um, like, like, whoa, you're going to take my kids to another state at this point. And... I was so excited when that happened. Of course, because you're from New Mexico. No, not, no, 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 because of that. <laughs> They're moving down the street. <laughs> no, no, because I honestly thought my prediction was that they weren't going to end back together. They weren't going to end up together. Mm-hmm. You know, it was going to be a reflection of life. You know, was I was, the only one who thought they would? I'm trying to remember from last week. Was I the one who Rosie, thought they would? Rosie, you're the romantic of the group. I am. I'm the kind-hearted, yeah, I mean, sensitive soul. I'm the one who doesn't swear. And Kelly and I both thought that they weren't. 
No, no. I thought they were going to do a, a eulogy and then James Franco was going to play him oh, in the movie right. and yes, so on and so <laughs> forth. But no, no, no. I just didn't think they'd get back together and I was so excited. I was like, yes, I'm going to get a prediction finally right in two seasons of doing this damn show. <laughs> but Well, yeah. So she, she says they're moving to Santa. She's moving to Santa Fe. She's obviously taking the kids because she got a new job as a branch manager in her real estate business. Okay, that was, I was wondering when she said branch manager, I was like, is she working at a bank? What's no, going on? she works in a real, she sells real estate. I remember that, but that's why I was like, wait, I, okay, I, I was confused for a second. I think it's the wig. I think it is the hair. That's a wig? You're channeling some Kenny Wait, Powers wait, that's a wig? Hair. This it's, is my godlike hair. Yes, it's Kenny. What? Power. Yeah. No, I, did, I grew it over the week. I, I grew the beard during the week. That's what I thought. And, I thought uh, you were magical. I am not. No. <laughs> Let's move on. We got so, okay. yes. We flashed to Kenny Powers now, completely disappointed. And now he's rewriting the ending to his screenplay where he says in the end he did not get what he want, wanted, but he got what he needed, which was, you know, he has his show now. He has, you know, the KP hour. He's gonna have Guy Young as his first guest. And uh now we have him pulling up to the, the studio with Stevie in the Viper drinking Sizzurp. Sizzurp. He's been snorting cocaine. He's no, he's not snorting Sizzurp. coke. He's not snorting yet. Vicodin. Oh, was he snorting Vicodin? He's chopping up Vicodin and snorting I, I it. Don't my dro- don't know my drugs very well. I'm well, you sorry. need to learn them. Uh, thank you. And that's what Eastbound and Down's after show taught me. Thank <laughs> he, you. Well, no, because well, he's, he's snorting. He's, ha- he's taking Vicodin for pain. So what he's doing is he's crushing it. And he's snorting it so he gets his, in his system faster. Marissa's <laughs> in shock. She's like, what the hell are you guys talking about? What kind of show well, is well, this? Well, this is the problem. She, she didn't engineer any of the shows for this season. <laughs> For us, so she was like, "What the hell is happening on this show?" I feel bad. I missed four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. So, so Netflix. The show. This is this is his proving ground. Yes. He is op- his moment. He's like Oprah, just not fat and black. So now we, we what? Shame on you. He's a little fat. He's a little festively plump. <laughs> we'll go there. No, but he brings out Guy Young, and for his moment to humiliate him, Sasha's there. Miriam, yes. Prior to doing that, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Ronnie comes into the dressing room, and this is where we see that they have these giant herpes. And uh, him and Jerome. And he says to Kenny, he says, hey, look, you know, um, I'm going to tell you what your heart is telling you what to say. And he goes, "Uh, okay. He's like, tonight is going to be like reality TV, and you are going to crush Guy Young tonight. You're going to crush him. And he's like, well, um, no, that's not exactly what I was planning. He's like, no, you're going to crush Guy Young. And then he goes and he tells Jerome to go stick his fingers up some guy outside in the hallway's ass. And he goes, go, Jerome, go do it. And Jerome goes and proceeds to go shove his fingers up, you know, some random plumpy guys, but... Due to time limitations, we were going to show you that, but we're going to run out of time to yes, actually show you the process. it's not a good idea. And so... <laughs> it's uh, a lengthy process, so... So he goes and he, and he does it, and then, you know, the guy gets upset, pushes the kid, Ronnie says, what are you doing? Then... Somebody in the crew goes and pants, you know, goes and pants him. No, wasn't it Ronnie himself? Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie pants him. Ronnie, Ronnie pants him. Yeah. And so he says, "You see that? Everybody loves it. That's reality TV, and and people love that. So we're all about humiliating. You're going to do that to Guy tonight." And he makes Kenny look in the mirror, and he says, "Now look in the mirror and say, I'm a bad man." And Kenny says, "I'm a bad man." And he says, "I'm a very bad man." And Kenny says, "I'm a very bad man." Did Kenny believe that? No. Did he want to believe that? No. I'm going to get heady with you guys. I, I, think we're, I think we're on the same exact page right now, but go. Okay. okay. Star, <laughs> Star Wars? 
No. No, oh, okay. Man. Okay, we're not. Go. I'm thinking <laughs> Kenny Powers is basically Anakin Skywalker here because he's always been bad. He's always been bad. This is why got, you know, um, Ronnie told him, you're a bad man. And ultimately, in the end, Kenny just wanted to be good. Even though you think he's bad, Miriam, you know, he's... Look at what he does the last 10 minutes of this, of this episode. He does the right thing in a... Ba- he's, he's still a bad... Like, he's a cool guy. But in the end, he, he just wants to, he wants to be good. Kenny's not a bad man. Kenny is just an egotistical douchebag. But I, That's I, not bad. So you're saying you like egotistical douchebags since you love Kenny Power. Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I felt at, at that moment, what I felt was when he, when, when uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was making him say that in the mirror, he was looking in the mirror, staring at himself, and as he was saying it, he was like, oh my God, I've actually been a bad man. And I need to fix this now. Mm-hmm. And I have the opportunity to do it on live TV with the Powers Hour. <laughs> you know, I think that I think that like he realized at that moment. Oh wait, he's I'm a bad man because he's telling me I'm a bad man because I'm actually a bad man. I don't want to be a bad man. I want to be a good man. No, he he definitely knows that he's capable of going to that extreme level, and the fact that he, you know. He definitely has a douchey qualities, and we've seen that over this over the seasons. We've seen him be douchey, and we've seen him be kind of arrogant and very egotistical. But in the last few episodes, when he's had the large amount of mon- you know large amounts of money accessible to him, and how he uh, threw it around and how he treated people, he I think in this season gradually became more and more of an asshole which made him capable of becoming a bad man. And in the last episode in the Christmas uh, special, he definitely was a little bit more bad than usual, which means to this guy, Ronnie, he could step it up that much more. I'm telling you, Star Wars. he could step it up even more. Ronnie's the emperor, I'm telling you. And Kenny was Darth. He could I'm definitely bring out he could definitely get worse and worse and worse <laughs> over time. He could grow to be Darth Vader, I suppose. I'm telling you cuz it, it goes with our with the end, but before we get there we got to get on his on when he calls out Guy Young and when he has that moment to humiliate him and he decides not to. Oh, but but we should also talk about how all the people are watching the show too. Yes. yes. Now, that was watching Enan. Kenneth Powers. Yes. So my favorite, favorite part of, of this. So we go and we see everyone's over at Jean and Dixie's house. And they're, they're, you know, April and Dixie are sitting at the table, first of all. And they're talking about her moving to Santa Fe and how great that is. Dixie right away. Hello. She's kind of a. Yes, you could say it. You were going to say it. Do it. It starts with the C and ends with a bunt. Yes. She's, <laughs> she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> And she's like, you should, uh, it's not a ladylike thing to say, so I just stopped myself. I know. The views and opinions on this show. I know that, that everyone's <laughs> been loving me going very KP, but I'm not even capable of saying that word, so I'm not even gonna go there. She's a bitch. And so Dixie suggests that, um. Rosie was looking at me, he's like, you're gonna go there, aren't you? <laughs> no, she's gonna go there. I was. She's gonna go there. But I can't, I can't even do it. I can't do it. I'm a lady. Damn it. I can say F. <laughs> I can say the F word, but I can't say that one. <laughs> okay, carry on. So, <laughs> so Dixie suggests that. Um, oh, excuse me. One, two, 
Two and a half. No, okay, so basically what... Gene um, finally mans up. Yes. He mans up. He's finally. Like, he's not going to be bossed around by Dixie anymore. And Thank Tell you. and his wife continue to sit there in silence. Yes. He puts the remote <laughs> up his ass. Yes. And basically he can... How can he turn on the remote? He turned the on the TV with, with his, his ass. Cheeks. How is that possible? After Buzzers, if you're watching, please send us your, you know, let us know how it's done. It'd be awesome. Thank you. And it's magic <laughs> tricks. When you want to get something done, you can make anything happen. Right. You can make absolutely anything happen. Even turning the TV on with your ass. Absolutely. Your All wife right. pisses you off that much, you can make magic. Do you believe? And so he pretty much stands up to her and he said, you know, he, to the point where he says, you know, you shut up and you sit down. Yeah. Shut up and sit down. And you know what? The look on April's face was satisfaction. She smiled. Yes. She was happy for Jean because you know what? There's, and you know, I'm a strong woman, but to emasculate a man to that degree is unacceptable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just unacceptable. Yep. And it was about damn time that Jean stood up to that bitch of a woman. And why did, and where did he get that from? Would Kenny you- Bell. That's right. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You don't let your woman talk to you like that. Yeah. Absolutely. It should be 50-50. None of this, she's got 80% of power and you have like 20. Oh, it was like 99. (laughs) Pretty much. I'm going to count to three. I'm sorry. What is he, like five? Two and a half. Yes. Two and three quarters. You're going to put him in the corner on timeout next? So it made sense how four episodes ago when he got the shiner and she asked him to tell him where did he get that and she gave him the countdown. Because this whole season, I I always wondered Gene and Dixie's placement, especially Gene. I was like, yes, he's kind of like an emasculated man. Okay, blah, 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 blah. But to finally have him have his comeuppance right now, the very end of the last 10 minutes of the episode. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, absolutely. With absolutely. kudos to the writing. You know, they, they had it all in mind presently. So let's, because I know we're going longer than the show. So we got to wrap this yeah, sucker up. So, anyhow, so. Um, so now we have Kenny Powers. They're watching the Power Hour. And Kenny, of course, starts to open the show to the point where he's going to start to humiliate um, Guy Young. And you see Guy Young, the horror in his eyes. And, you know, yeah, everyone's like all excited. He introduces Guy Young. Um, the audience is excited. Very Springer-esque. Yeah, Ronnie's excited. And then Kenny proceeds to say, you know what, no, this is not how, how this is going to go down. I am not going to humiliate him. I have humiliated too many people. And then they start flashing to everyone. They flash yes. to... Forney. And I finally... Who is uh, John Reap. That's the name of the comedian. Okay, okay. I kept trying to remember that in that one episode. <laughs> He's working at some fast him. food restaurant. They flashed to Don It's his chain. It's oh, his chain. Oh, it was his chain? Okay. That's his chain. Yeah, yeah. they flashed to Don They flashed to all the guys that were on Sports Sesh. They flashed to Kenny's brother. They flashed to everyone who Kenny has kind of disappointed over these last several weeks in these in the, in the season and prior seasons, and um, and everyone's really just excited. And even April herself is sitting there watching him, really just really happy about him stepping up to the point where he says, "You know what? I have lost everything and everyone that has meant something to me, and most important, I lost the woman that I love, my wife." And I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to humiliate Guy. And and it's time for me to just say goodbye. And he wraps it up. And that's when Guy, of course, says... Wait, can I apologize And I, yeah. I love where Guy goes. Guy picks up the microphone and he says, um, first of all, I just want to say I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> because that was who he insulted right. first and right. foremost. That's right. Oh, the, well, the, the, one, the one line in, in, Kenny's, in Kenny's speech that I thought stood out the most was, what he was saying, you know, like, 
I lost a woman I love, but more importantly, I lost the only woman that's loved me. Oh, I just no. love that. I was just like, oh. I know. Mm, See, and y'all wonder why I love me some Kenny Powers. That's perfect. That's it. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. But I want to get to move into the house when he yes. says goodbye to the children and Dakota. And Dakota's not on a leash. They're no, he's pl- on a leash. Oh, was he? He was on a leash, but now he's just outside in the real world, not chained up like a crazy dog. Like but a crazy he's playing wolf. with the kids. Well, no, the kids are still at a distance. They were pl- like playing were, fetch with him. They were throwing things at him. But I they, were, they were playing fetch. Yeah, I thought they were a little closer because wouldn't that go in, coincide with, since Dakota is Kenny, that now it, it would foreshadow of Kenny, you know, learning, you know, being a, a Kenny that can play with others. And and and, like and, and then he commented to Toby that like you've you've tamed the beast. Yes, he did say that. So and in essence, taming himself. Yeah, he, he, they're definitely like they're training the wolf to be a little. Um, more kid and man friendly, but he, they still weren't like wrestling around with a dog like you normally would, let's say a German Shepherd or a Cocker Spaniel. But he was. I don't they really were still, wrestle around with dogs. Generally. They were still at a distance. They were still at a safe distance from the dog. They were throwing things at the dog, but they weren't exactly like running with the dog. And so, um, so is that foreshadowing who Kenny is from now on? Anyway, because we discovered that Kenny is Dakota. So does that mean? From here on in, because we missed the next twenty years when it, you know when they yes. fa- or ten years when they fast forward those ten years, is that a microcosm of how Dakota is with the kids and how Kenny's going to be with those kids? Those ten that gap of ten years that we missed, possibly. I would think so. Possibly, Dakota is Kenny. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm. Th- I'm going more with Rosie. It seemed like that they were interacting more with Dakota a little more. A little bit, yeah. So I'm Huge just- Southwest plug, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Southwest Airlines plug there. Huge. Yes. I'm you know do the business class because I get double the points. And Premium drinks. I get seated first. <laughs> All that kind of fun stuff. Well, uh, then you know of course he hugs the kids and says that he's going to visit often, and then he walks into the house which is completely packed up, hands April the officially signed divorce papers, and then proceeds to tell her that um, he's going to now go into his feature film work, which I'm so sad for your prediction. My prediction would have been so much better. It could have. <laughs> it would have. Refresh the people that – what was your prediction again? Well, my prediction was that because uh, I think it was like the first episode or second episode of the season when um, Guy Young – or uh, Kenny gave Guy Young a copy of, of his screenplay. His screenplay finally done. Guy's the first person to have it. And, you know, after he got Guy Young fired, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for Guy to get his revenge on Kenny by him being that he has the connections and the money, go into production with the story, just flip it around and be, make it about him instead. I just think that Guy Young, flashing back to all of that, at that point in the game was too arrogant to read someone like Kenny Powers' screenplay. He probably tossed mm. it to the side. Like, I ain't got time for that. Makes sense. So you're saying, yeah, because KP was Stevie to him as Stevie is to exactly. Kenny. Exactly. Okay. But right. it was a great prediction, and I was hoping for that. But well, we gotta get, we gotta get. So there's anyhow, so much more here. So anyhow, at that point, April goes, and uh, you know, when he says to her, he goes, "You know what? By the way, I just wanted to tell you that you know I was always ha- happy with you. Um, I was always happy with you. I was always happy with the kids. It was myself that I was not happy with." And at that point, April was like, you know, come here. And he's like, no, no. He's like, no. She's like, no, seriously, come here. And that's when we see them, you know, come together, kiss. And I'm just like, yay, that makes me so happy because that's ultimately what she wanted. That's what she needed to hear from him. Like, 
I that's his way of saying I'm sorry. I was an ass for saying all those mean things and being an arrogant ass the whole time and I was happy with you. And then from there comes the point where everything happens. Thank God. Thank God it was the screenplay. That's all they've got to say. Where the fish hits the shan. Basically, they get get old. Well, they're in therapy. So we know that he moves to Santa Fe. They drive to Santa Fe. They drive to Santa Fe. We see them in therapy. So we know that he made the move. We see that Lindsay is sh- Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan becomes is Shana. Yes, the became his daughter. Older, and we see that you know Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood is his son. Yes, and he graduates. Now this is when it's the screenplay. Yes, it's all the screenplay. So now they're old. They, well, he he start he started getting gray hair. All of a sudden, we flashed to the high school graduation. Then Lindsay Lohan got married, and he didn't have any gray hair. Like he was trying to color his hair back. Just for men, come on. Uh, <laughs> Then he's leaving a date night with with April, and they walk down an alley to go to the car, and they're picked up by thugs, and April gets shot and killed <laughs> while Kenny kills the two thugs. With a very bad haircut for April. Yes. But it was very – I'm saying the timeline. You said it was Ghost. I'm saying Batman. Because do you think Kenny would have watched Ghost? <laughs> he would have watched Batman. No. Thank you. So. Well, a- April could have made him watch it. Oh, God. He's family man. Okay. Remember, he was drinking sex on the beaches at the club – with the guys. That's true. Okay, so we agree to disagree. But he doesn't want to die because it's his screenplay, so he makes her die instead. uh, Well put. And (laughs) one of the fans actually sent me that she dies on uh, October 23rd, 2035. So we're way into the future. There there was a date on that? Yeah, her tombstone. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I I just got the tweet. So Universal Crush, thank you. Now, um, now, what happened? It becomes Star Wars meets Star Trek because he's in the they're in the little land speeders. Well, no, not yet. Well, then, not he, not yet. then he goes on the, the heroin binge and oh, he's uh, right. and he's homeless, nearly dead from from too much heroin. Then he walks out of rehab, walks, walks out of promises, promises <laughs> with his children there and Stevie, yeah. like to support him. And then all of a sudden he goes to Africa to find himself, and he finds another woman, yes. gets married, joins like this tribe out there, has five more kids, turns into a sensei of yeah. some kind with a giant beard, <laughs> walking like with a cane, Gandalf, they're like walking down, and then he dies from age, he just heart stops and he falls and dies, and then they're having, they're burning him, all of a sudden on the giant electrical road, whatever, the like land, speeder. land speeder things, come his children and Steve, no families, like, None of their wives, children, or Maria, none of them come. And then he's in this, like, holographic pyramid urn. Yes. I like how Stevie, like, Stevie his takes ashes, a finger and like, licks it. No, he does, he, oh, does the, it. he does the gummy, like, coke. The cocaine. The yeah. cocaine gummy thing. And then, and then Colombian, sorry. And yeah, then they yeah, throw it in, in the river. <laughs> like, they throw his ashes in the river. Not uh, even in the river. He goes up mystically oh, that's into right, the mystically. sky. Into the sky. <laughs> See, it felt like the enemy of like Return of the Jedi, where you have the Jedi Knights, the three knights, and they're sh- they're like saying la 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 with the Ewoks. I'm telling you, and it is Star Wars. Stop. Batman. You're a nerd. And then we, <laughs> I am. <laughs> and 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 then and then it goes all of a sudden. We suddenly fold back into him sitting at a desk, finishing time to play. And April looks at him. Are you done yet? Yeah. I'm and he done. has his baseball next to him. and Holding the baseball on a nice desk in the office in their giant home in Santa Fe where he's just turned into a stay-at-home dad writing the screenplay while she's a super realtor. That's fantastic. That's I didn't perfect. like it. What? I didn't like it. Why? Because we didn't know what happened with anyone, anyone at all. 
We didn't have like a true epilogue. What happened with Stevie? What happened with his family? Why did he not eventually? Oh, we did have like the movie. He did. Um, they oh, saw him film yes. in his movie or yes. directing his movie. That was in that was in that crazy thing too. Who was his? Who was playing him? You said you recognized the guys. Like, did we there recognize the actor? There was a guy that was playing him as the as the coach in the school and from then- episode one. Right, the very first, and, and then they had a guy, um, an actor with Down syndrome playing Stevie. Yes, that is so wrong on that so is, many levels. And I'm sure, I'm sure the girl was a porn star, and because there was a, the girl in the right. scene, and then Kenny, I think he looked like Chris Spielman. Like he looked like either Mike Hearn or, or Chris Spielman. He's like Mister Universe, who was playing Kenny Powers. I don't know which of the two. I knew was, I, I can kind of recognize the guy, and then the guy with Down syndrome, and then I, Stevie. I honestly felt like it turned into his screenplay turned into a porno movie. That's, that's, that was the vibe I got from that's it. That's the thing that Vivid you have pays, to understand. pays. <laughs> that's you know? the thing you have to understand about <laughs> Kenny, and that's why his screenplay in Kenny's mind makes sense. That's how he sees his life. And with that, it ends where it started, with a baseball in hand. Yes. Any final thoughts on this magnificent end of series? Um, Question mark? I don't like how it, the very... Um, no, I like how it ended as far as the storyline. Um, I'm not crazy about his imagination, but like I said, that's how his imagination works. He thinks he's a Jedi. Um, thank you. Thank you. Why are you giving him fuel? Why? <laughs> Kenny thinks he's, you know, a that's Jedi. Right. And he thinks he's, you know, a porn star, which is probably why he thinks he's Mr. Universe and a porn star is April and all that kind of stuff. That's the way he uh, sees himself. Absolutely. Yeah, he's egotistical. And um, I'm just going to say I'll miss my Kenny Powers. All right. So, you know what? This should have been like a prediction anyway. So, let's just move on to predictions if we think there's going to be a movie, an HBO movie, a feature film. What's going to happen? If I were to just take some random guess, if it was to continue after this in some way, whether it was a TV show or a movie, um, I would say... Um, he, you know, he's done with everything. He's just, like I said, the stay-at-home dad now. Um, you know, like with the screenplay, everything's fine. April's doing great. He gets approached to become a manager for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Since they, uh, well, I guess Santa Fe's in New Mexico, so it's close. It's close enough. Trust me. I was thinking the wrong state. We I'm love bad the at geography. Yeah. Um, but you know, but like he gets he gets approached to maybe become a manager. So you're saying there's going to be a movie. It's going to be like a takeoff of like Major League with Charlie Sheen and whatnot. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Only a much probably racier version with Kenny Powers as a manager. Okay, Miriam. What about your man? I don't don't know if I want to predict anything. I want to leave the memory (laughs) of Kenny Powers as it is. But if you were to. If I were to. (laughs) I guess I'd see my Kenny Powers. It's only an hour show. As a happy man with April. Raising his kid, well, yeah, raising his kids right. Okay. You know, being a cool dad. Um, yeah, maybe managing a team. I think Kenny Powers is either going to go into politics oh, or God. a preacher. Oh, Lord. oh. I've you said and the preacher thing. I've been saying it for two seasons. Please, politics. Pre- politics, and, and, that, and they can go from there. I'm telling you, it'll be an oh. HBO movie, so. This is why I didn't want to predict anything. With that said. Becomes the governor of New Mexico. Yes. I love it. With that said, we are done. We're done. The series is done. <laughs> and for and a big shout out to Kelly who couldn't make it tonight. She has the flu, so we miss you. You made an you made this a wonderful show. So first off, thank you. It was wonderful being here for two seasons and half a season with you, Rosie. <laughs> so <laughs> two seasons. We're going. This is like three for us or four. See, I he lost count. He, I lost. He count. enjoyed it so much. He lost. I, count. I'm serious. So once again, so 
Miriam, where can we find you? Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. And Rosebud Nation. That's right, Rosebud Nation. You can join it at CROZVOC on Twitter. And Marissa, thank you for ma- making sure we behave. Where dealing can we with find us. you? Thank yes. you for dealing with us. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. This was a fun show, even though I <laughs> caught the very last one. <laughs> <laughs> and where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TV. Nice. And you can follow me at JCRubioTV or go to my website, JCRubioTV.com. You can see all the wonderful things and not so wonderful things that are, make up my life. So with that said, we have Miriam, Rosie, Christian Rosenberg, and Marissa. I'm JC. And good night, Powers Nation. You're effing out. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 